Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is January 27th, boys. We're back. I uh, Someone told me a statistic the other day. After 98% of podcasts, after seven episodes, die. I think we're on our eighth or ninth. Yeah, I think this is the ninth. We're alive, though, so that's all we're alive. We're alive. Um, it's good to be back. It's been a second. Um, before you turn us off, we do have a guest today. We do have a guest uh, from the city of brotherly love that we're going to get to talk a little uh, NFL football, talk a little Philadelphia Eagles, uh, talk a little cheesesteak, talk a little cheesesteak, talk a little, you know, maybe a little 76ers for your game last night. Um, but as always, we'll start first with the best thing we saw. Maybe not this past weekend, but the past week, boys. Uh, Dean? All right. I know we're, we're going to cover football later. So um, the best thing I've seen this week is the Astros finally hired a GM. I was getting very uh, concerned boys. that we were about to run into the season with Jim Crane as owner and we're already, GM. We're already losing listeners. Yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> the Astros. We're already losing yeah. listeners. Yep. Okay. All right. No, they hired Dana Brown. He was a a scout uh, in charge of scouting the with the Braves. The Braves. Right? The Braves. Yeah. It's a great hire. It's a really yeah. good hire. Yeah. yeah, no, the, the league seems to like the hire. You know, he was responsible for picking up Grissom, Harris, and Strider. So he's obviously had some real nice hits, and the Astros are in a spot right now where they really need to reload the farm. And they finally have their draft picks now after the whole sign stealing thing. So we can finally start doing that. But uh hopefully he knows that the last GM won the World Series and got fired after. So that's the standard. So we'll see how not it goes. Not a bad kick, right? I mean, no, no. Yeah. You know what the expectation is. I mean, do the Astros really need to reload the farm when they just won the World Series last year? Like, they should be good for five more years. Well, Yankees probably could take some notes, Pete. So yeah. they're doing something right. Yeah. Fair enough. That, that's true. But it's like when you start talking about guys like Kyle Tucker leaving in free agency, Altuve and Bregman getting older and falling off a little bit. It's like, it's always nice having at least one guy every year or two you can bring up. And like, they're in a pretty rough spot right now they're banking on some guys kind of coming out of nowhere so we'll see yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm i'm praying for Altuve and bregman to not only fall off just just like actually fall off a cliff yeah yeah like <laughs> you know go see the grand canyon this summer so. <laughs> yeah you know what team not, needs a shortstop we don't we got we got we got kids in the hopper ready to roll this year <laughs> uh all right pete what what do you got for us? Well, the Jets season's over. Oh boy! Can we? <laughs> we're not gonna. Our guest is on is on the pod right now. I don't know if we're gonna get to it. We're just gonna lose all of our listeners. The, the Jets the, and Astros. The Jets season's over, but there's been some interesting news this week around the Jets, and we uh, we we got ourselves an OC. Nathaniel Hackett was yeah, he's good good offensive mind I think it wasn't a good offensive mind with the Broncos but I think there was a lot of variables maybe not a great leader maybe not a head coach but hey he got Blake Bortles in that offense the AFC championship game 
back-to-back MVPs for Aaron Rodgers when he was the OC. And a lot of rumors swirling around Aaron Rodgers. Um, is it going to be Brett Favre 2.0, or is it going to be Jets or Super Bowl contenders for two or three years if he, if he makes his way to New York? Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. But I think uh, there's going to be some exciting news around the Jets quarterback position this summer, and I think this is the first step. So we'll see where it goes. But that was the best thing I saw for my teams this weekend outside of some ob- – Obvious good good NFL games as well. So we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Um, I'm going back and forth. I'm actually watching Cow- Coward right now talk. But uh, I think the best thing that I saw is that the Bills are who exactly we thought the Bills are. They're a bunch of frauds. The Bills are frauds. And it has nothing to do with DeMar Hamlin. Um, it has everything to do with um, you know, everyone was ready to deem them the Patriots 2.0, Kings of the East, this and that, and they're not. They're not even close to that. So I don't know what it is. I think Josh Allen's the right guy, obviously, but you got their GM the other day just, like, getting in front of the podium and being just like, oh, well, we got big contracts and we got Diggs and Allen and just, like, being a whiner. Like, that. do you think the Patriots got up in front and just, like, were like, 20 years of that. I think that you saw any GM or Kraft or anybody whining. So kind of kind of glad to see the Bills kind of get what was has been coming to them the last three years. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think you compare them to the Patriots. Uh, yeah. Everyone everyone else wants to. Who? Yeah, I'm not sure I buy <laughs> that. I've never heard people doing that. Uh, they're comparing him to like, well, these like, you know, just like the next Great team. They won the East three years in a row, and I don't know. Maybe it was in our heads, but you know, it's kind of nice to. Too much Boston talk radio or something. I will yeah. uh, probably probably yeah. has a little bit to do with it, but definitely a northeastern thing. Yeah, uh, and then the second best thing, not that you all asked, but it's time to talk hockey. The Bruins are legitimate. They have a legitimate chance to be the best team in NHL hockey history, and um, I'm, I know we'll get to that very contentious topic in the the pregame show, the pregame chat in terms of picks. Uh, I did go six and one. Uh, that was also the best thing that I saw this week. So, Damn. So three things. The best Damn. thing you saw was three things. It was kind of three things in one. It's like having, it's like someone has who your best friend is and you name five people. Yeah. <laughs> if you have three best things, you didn't have a best thing. And that's kind of what I did. Like I didn't really have a best thing. There was just multitude of things. Yep. Um, Okay. Huge slate of NFL games that we just came off of. The divisional round is arguably better than the conference championships, I think, because there's twice as many games. And they were all good matchups, but I thought they were all really boring games. I I agree. I, I was, didn't. None of them. None of them. It was weird. The, 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 coming out of the wild card week. Yeah. You had like. You had the Ravens with Tyler Huntley. You had the Dolphins mm-hmm. with Skylar Thompson. And I was like, man, like divisional round's going to be so sick. We have all these great matchups. None of these backup quarterbacks playing. And granted, the wild card games were great, even with those backups. You know, the only game that sucked was the Niners, Seahawks in the second half. And every other wild card game was great. But this week's games were just, eh, you know, I mean, the Chiefs no rolled it. The Eagles blew them out. I mean, the Cowboys-Niners game was just messy. And 
I don't know. I just the Bengals blew out the Bills too. It's just it was they were There's all just nothing kind of memorable. Yeah, nothing all kind of boring games. But what do you think, Dean, before we run through each one? Yeah, I, I tend to agree because I mean the, the Eagles, yeah, we'll talk about them later, but they just that game got was over so fast. And then Jacksonville, Kansas City, that had so much potential to be a really fun, interesting game, especially when Mahomes got his ankle rolled. And it just seemed like the Jaguars like never really tried to go after him at that point. And it's like it seemed like they were in it the whole time, but they were like too afraid to like, you know, play aggressive. So that game just just felt like a lull and all of a sudden, all right, it's over. <laughs> and then yeah, the Bengals, Bengals showed up. The Bengals are playing with something to prove. Like Bengals going scorched earth about, you know, the things that came out after the Hamlin injury and not injury, but you know. And then yeah, the Cowboys Niners game. I feel like there'll be some interesting points to kind of take out of that game as far as how Brock Purdy played, but just an ugly, ugly game. You know how it's going to be with the Niners is they just they play that ugly run the football, play good defense, but it was just an ugly game. And then I mean, this could have been I it, looking back could have been the best thing I saw it was just the wild and not even wild play at the end of the Niners game where Zeke just got fucking pancake driven on his ass and then. Uh, the receiver gets fucking run over as well. I was just like, what the fuck's going on here? That low-key might have been the highlight of the four games was that terrible last play. It's such a Mike McCarthy play. And the fact that they called timeout and then still came back out in that same formation, I was like, dude, whose idea is this? It was bad. It was bad. They were committed to that. They had practiced that. (laughs) Like, hey, worked in practice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was, uh, it had the, the potential, like you all said, have great storylines, but, um, it does, I mean, do you, is it even, I don't even want to go through these games one by one. Do we really need to? I think, I think, uh, I got, I got a hot take on the Jags game. All right. Let's open the, let's open the take quick, Pete. Like, give it to us. Uh, well, first off, I think Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. He's good. Um, I think he's going to be very good in an already loaded AFC quarterback pool. Um, It's just going to get harder and harder to come out of the AFC as he progresses. But do you think they kicked that field goal just to cover the spread? Turn on the Jags game? Yeah. Down 10 points, like a minute left. Could go down and score a touchdown. They just settle for a field goal. No, because because you have to get a field goal at some point. I know, but like, you, you, you can't throw. That. You can't throw a hail like. If you take all the time to get a touchdown, then you don't even have time to then. Yeah, you're basically having to no. throw it. You, you know, you have to gonna throw a hail mary regardless. So you might as well kick the field goal and then give yourself a chance to it was get a 40 down yard as far field as possible. Yeah, yeah, it was like it wasn't like a twenty yard field goal. I mean, yeah. you need ten points. You got to get a touchdown at some point when you're that close. You're on the thirty. You might as well go for the touchdown. That's that's kind of. Uh, but it's like conceivably, if like let's say you kick the field goal, or let's say you spend all that time to go for the touchdown, then you recover the onside kick with like two seconds left. You're throwing like a a hail mary again. You're in that situation. But then you, you were spend, on the Jets. I I know. I'm happy they covered. I'm just. I, yeah. It was bizarre. I felt like it was bizarre. I know. I know that play happens. Yeah. I think mm. it's just. I've seen yeah. that happen more often. Pro- probably that. splitting hairs over like a a one percent chance to win and kind of and, or tie or whatever. But 
especially with the onside kick rules. It's so it's like one percent of onside kicks get recovered or some shit. So it's but Doug yeah. Peterson, Dougie nuts, putting him on the table, like just kick a field goal, go to safety. I don't know. You think he knows this? He, uh, he doesn't. Think, he doesn't strike me as a guy that knows the spread, man. I think but, they all. But, but no, I, I agree. Lawrence, he looks. He's looked so good second half of this year, and like, yeah, I know. Good, he th- I know he threw the interception late, but man. I I was scared, like, cause I I want I I like Mahomes. I want to see like kind of the, the Chiefs get at least one more Super Bowl with him because right now he's in that awkward. Whereas you go year to year, he's only going to have that one Super Bowl, and you start asking, all right, when's he going to win the second one? But uh, Lawrence, I was like, I was like, man, I really felt like if the Jags really went for it in that game and opened it up, like he he was going to have him right there especially with Mahomes being limited but it just never seemed like they tried to put their foot on the gas on him yeah no. yeah the other hot take i had is i i think Dak Prescott is like the Cowboys might be like this this era of the Cowboys might be done like he's just he's not they're getting in, them to the super bowl they're in bad i mean that contract is so heavy too like the Zeke contract his yeah contract. you can't there's really nothing like Defense yeah. is still good, but offensive lines getting old. Like, I think, I mean, in that division too, like the Redskins or the Commanders, is that what? Yeah, the Commanders. They're only getting better. Yeah, they're getting better. The Giants, I think, are getting better until I saw that. I mean, they're definitely getting like it's like it's went from like a really bad division to like a pretty good division. Yeah, I kind of think this era of the Cowboys and their chance, their window is closed. I think it's. It'll but they're all under contract. They're like. You think that they're just like not good enough because they're gonna have the same team for a few, at least a few more years. They're just not good enough. Yeah. And the coach, they're not getting rid of McCarthy. I think you get in that point like where the Titans are right now, where you have all these guys under contract, and there's no like you can't trade them and like full blown rebuild, but your ceiling as a team has been reached, and like you're not gonna be able to take that next step without kind of gutting the roster because like yeah, they're talented. Parsons, Lawrence, Diggs, Van Der Esch on defense. Then on offense, they have Lamb, Gallup, Zeke, Pollard, and, and Dak. Schultz. Schultz. You know, Schultz Schultz was point shaving at the end of the game on uh against the Niners. Like yeah, he was. Go, go, goes out of bounds, going back towards his own goal line, clock keeps running. Easy wide open catch on the sideline, doesn't get the feet in. I was like, this guy is not returning to them in free agency. <laughs> Zeke. Is done and Pollard yeah. is an agent, and they're not gonna be able yeah. to afford him because they're paying Zeke for like two more years. So I just think, yeah, they had, I feel like they had a few years there where they had a chance if Dak played great, and I think that that's over. Yeah, first, but and Dak just throws, he throws so many interceptions. Like, oh my gosh, he had just some throws that, like, he was lucky more of those passes. Like, he, he could have had very well four or five picks in that yeah. game. Yeah, and, and wild. Yeah, it sucks. I feel bad for Cowboys fans. Actually, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel bad at all. Cowboys. At least they have the Yankees, right, Dean? Yeah, Yan- Yankees and the Lakers. That's a dumb, that's a dumb Lakers. Story. Lakers coming back. <laughs> coming from two guys who are just like the epitome of front runners. Dean moves to Houston. I don't want to hear. Oh, I moved when they were the last last <laughs> in the league. Yeah, they go. They go to five. But he did. L- but he LCS. did. It's not Dean's fault. Yeah. I turned it around. Yeah, Are you kidding me? At the at the juice box, going to the, going and scouting for for uh, 
for Korean at the juice box. That's the yeah. setting up cameras for scouting. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, conference championship, boys. We have a huge, huge slate. Really, probably the four best teams in the league playing the best football. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to take uh, a word from our first sponsor. Maybe first and last team. Do we? Did yep. they get their uh do they get their hit in? Yep, I'll I'll, I'll queue it up. Okay. Uh on the other side of this we'll have our our first guest. Whopper, 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 junior double, triple, whopper, impossible or bacon whopper. I rule this day. MBK, have it your way. All righty, we're back. Uh boys, we got our first sponsor. Uh, not our first sponsor. We did have our first sponsor. We I, could, our... I could sponsor. <laughs> you might have to if that. Yeah, if uh, if our, if that check doesn't cash, you might have to be. But uh, we got our first guest. Uh, his name's Kieran. He's from uh, Philadelphia, and uh, we're excited to have him. Man, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Pump. Uh, before we get going. Uh, Kieran, is is Richter saying Philadelphia? Philadelphia, kind of weird. Say it again. Philadelphia. You were like, I mean, I lived, I lived in Pennsylvania, so I know how to say Philly. Lives on the other side. (laughs) Pittsburgh confirmed, not Pennsylvania. Uh, well, it's good to have you, man. Uh, A lot to get to, but first off, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, this really doesn't have to do with Philly, but. Uh, Kieran has been subscribing, probably most of you listening, MLB Network for many years. <laughs> for a long time. I, probably all of us here. Uh, I'm not sure if you even knew that. Hopefully that's okay. I don't I don't uh, know how many people I, I let in, but uh, Pete, Pete let me know. He, he put the password out to a few folks. So once they got good. to Pete, everyone's got free MLB Network. It's like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Is it over under 60 people? Oh, I can name like ten off the top of my head. So maybe not sixty, but I think I think you've probably spread it since then because you're. I haven't. I ha- I think I I did give it to Dean one time because I was at his house. That's incredible. I'm actually. Well, we want to been shut down um, because yeah. I I've I've shared it with other people. I don't know if they're sharing it with people or not. They probably are. Uh, I'm shocked it hasn't been shut down. But shout yeah, out to, you're the shout out to T-Mobile actually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. T-Mobile. That. Yeah, please don't change your password. So, uh, all right. The Eagles, they're on maybe a little bit of a Cinderella run. They got the Niners this weekend. Uh, Karen, give us a little bit boots on the ground, state of the union for the Eagles. Is this, it's Super Bowl or bust, right, for this team? Yeah, man. Um, that's been weird. So, our, our last Super Bowl run uh, back when we beat the Vikings in the NFC Championship, you know. We had polls. Every game was kind of an underdog story. It was, you know, you expected to lose most of those games on that run, but this year, like going to every game expecting to win. So I don't really know if it's really hit me that we're one game away from the Super Bowl yet. It's it's kind of weird in that sense. Um, but yeah, I would say Super Bowl or bust. It's a tough challenge this week. Obviously, there's the Niners. I wasn't really worried last week. Uh, a lot of people were getting worried about the Giants. I tried to convince myself to get worried, um, but then you know the game started and it wasn't even close. So. This is a different animal in the Niners. Well coached, you know, great defense, great offense. I think it just really comes down to quarterback play and turnovers. What, what what were your thoughts on that 
that Giants game because every channel I turned on, it was the Giants have a real chance. I know you just said like you were trying to convince yourself, but like, did you expect that? Yeah, I don't know. You know me, so I'm always hyping up the Eagles, but uh, I I wasn't worried at all. Uh, I don't know if I expected that because it's tough to beat a team, or at least people say it's tough to beat a team three times in the year, and um, you know, with a divisional opponent, uh, it's always possibly going to be tough uh but you know the eagles are just better in every position other than maybe running back uh than the giants so at home i, I just didn't really see it as a test uh you know we had a, a bye week and all that so you know but i wasn't really worried last week i like that i like that you guys have some you guys have a lot of giants friends right yeah um our yeah. one buddy glenn actually we went down to tailgate the game for a little bit and our one buddy glenn um shout out to glenn he uh wears giant stirs down in enemy territory but luckily for him he's like six foot five so <laughs> every every single uh, person in the lot you know hit their lip before saying anything to him it's pretty funny is it, is it good tailgating it's always a good time down there it's my favorite yeah. place to be yeah are you going this weekend or no yep we're gonna be down there so games at three we'll probably head down at like 11 or 12 tailgate for you know a couple of hours and then head back to my place to watch that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, so lines two and a half. Jalen Hurts is he is he hurt or is he injured? I think Hurts is good. Um, I think both teams are pretty healthy. It seems like so. I mean, it's really going to come like I said. I think down to quarterback play, turnover differential. I think if Brock Purdy, you know, can go in there as a rookie and, and kind of set the tone early and you know, not get rattled by the crowd. It's going to be rowdy in there. So if, if he can set the tone early, I think it's going to be a really tough battle for, for the Eagles. It's definitely going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Eagles have played in so many NFC championship games since we've been alive. I think like, it's like eight run? or something. Yeah. yeah that run that? five straight and they didn't, they went to one. They didn't win. They didn't win yeah. it, but they went to yeah, one. Being the Pats. Yeah. Sure. And they were, they were the favorites in a lot of those games in those championship games too. Um, and they only got through one time. So, you know, I think this team's different. Um, so we'll see. It, it should be a good game, though. Is there a – what do you guys think about the coaching matchup? <laughs> Come on, Pete. You got to get a better question than that, dude. No, I mean – We're Nick the big – we're not a bunch of, like – Nick Sirianni has the most punchable face ever. What about his quote? What about his quote, Karen, that you heard him say? He says – "I, I what do he say? Which quote? He says a lot of one. Well, he when he was he, he had the hot mic after like an was like a two point conversion. He's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing or something. Uh, yeah, on the sideline, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of he's he's a he's a Philly guy. When he first got hired, I was kind of skeptical about it, and then he started, you know, talking to the media, and I got even more skeptical about it. <laughs> so I was like, this guy's a clown, but uh, you know, he's really grown on me. Uh, obviously, he's he has a lot of talent to work with, but I think he's a good coach. I think the players like playing for him. Um, they're both good. It's a good coaching matchup on top of the players. So I, like I said, I really think it's going to come down to which team can protect the ball, um, and you know, quarterback play. Obviously, I thought Sirianni's yeah. stick might get old in a few years here. Yeah, once so. he starts, if he starts losing games, too. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to ask you if he's if he tries. Yeah, Dean, hop in here. If, hop in here. If, I was going to ask if he tries a little bit too hard to be like to fit in with like the Philly fan base and whatnot. I've just, I've seen, because I remember when he was at the Colts and obviously he was an OC, so 
kind of off the record, but like, do you get the sense that he's kind of a little bit, that he's trying a little bit too hard? I absolutely do. <laughs> um, that That's kind of how I thought of him originally. And I think I'm kind of like kind of blinded by it right now because, you know, they're playing so well. So I, I kind of, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm loving him right now. But uh, yeah. I, I feel like if the Eagles stunk this year, uh, I wouldn't be, you know, saying the same thing about him. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Well, let's get to the matchup. Let's go uh, offensively and defensively where we think each team's stronger. Um, let's just start the quarterback. Uh, I'm going to start with Dean here because I think he said earlier he's got a Brock, some Brock Purdy yeah. opinions. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, Corey, he's, I mean, on, he's on already good. Jalen yeah. Hurts obviously is uh, you know, playing really well, but Brock Purdy's undefeated. Let's not forget that. Yeah. So my point about Brock Purdy was that I really saw in that Cowboys game, you started to see some of the chinks in the armor a little bit. So like, you know, they didn't really they weren't really moving the ball too well. And it's like if you can get them into third and long and all of a sudden force them to really make some deep throws. He was forcing some balls into coverage that he wasn't really doing kind of early in the year, maybe when he was a little bit more comfortable. It's like I, I'm sensing that the level of competition, when the level of competition is getting raised against him, we're seeing him start to be a little bit more careless and get away with some plays that, you know, he really probably shouldn't be getting away with. And that Eagles defense is very opportunistic. You're not going to get away with too many, you know, mistake throws against them. So I, I give the advantage to Hertz because I think Hertz showed last week that you know that he's the shoulder is good to go. And I think maybe some of that there's maybe some gamesmanship involved in them kind of being a little bit quiet about it throughout the week. But uh, yeah, I give the advantage to Hertz. I mean, he was MVP front runner, and Purdy. I feel like this is going to be the the toughest test that he's faced. And uh, I saw some chinks last week against the Cowboys. Yeah, I think it's kinks. Kinks in the armor. Might have to go uh, <laughs> edit that one. <laughs> kink, kink, like kinky. Ah, something like that, Rick. Uh, I don't know, Dean. Uh, who cares? I mean, I don't know if anyone's taking advice from Pete on vocabulary, but <laughs> no, it is chinks in the armor. Yeah, I was gonna say, Pete. get out of here. Um, um, hey, real quick, is uh, is Jalen? When you think of Jalen Hurts, is he from Alabama or Oklahoma? Because I'm seeing a lot online about both schools trying to claim him right now. Bama. Yeah, I I, I think Bama too. But I say I Oklahoma. Bama disowned him. Bama they did. They pretty Bama much caught him. He wasn't good enough. Yeah. It's like I think you know, I, I think he needs to bring back the dreadlocks. Yeah, I like, I like that look back at Bama. Yeah, was, he looks good. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else. Um, Karen, would you rather? Would well, I was gonna move on, but yeah, no. Let's uh, let's see some predictions. Well, first off, who would you rather play in the Super Bowl if you were to get there, Karen? Damn, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I feel like I'd probably rather play the Bengals. Um, I don't know why. I, I think just the whole storyline with Andy Reid playing a guy, there'd just be so much with it and Mahomes getting healthy because he's dinged up right now. He'll be healthy by the Super Bowl, I'd imagine. 
I don't know. I think I'd rather play the Bengals. Uh, yeah, that's that's a. I don't know. It's like you'd like to say Mahomes has the experience, but then again, like Joe Burrow was in the Super Bowl last year, right? So. Yeah, but the, the Bengals line just—I I don't really trust them, and the Eagles D line I think would just tear them apart. I don't think Burrow would really have a solid chance against our D line. I don't know why three weeks ago everyone was just counting the Bengals out. Like even against the Ravens, their line sucks. Their their lines all banged up, and now everyone's everyone picking them. Everyone is on the Bengals this week. I I, I kind of like the Chiefs. If I'm being honest. I'm I'm tired of the Chiefs, but they're good. That's the new dynasty in the AFC. The Pats are Pats are toast. Pats are done. Pats are done. Yeah, I can I can attest to that. Um, they grease up the light poles if they win, Karen. Are they better? <laughs> I think it said they're already planning <laughs> planning to do that. In is that just for Super Bowl or conference? They they, still they, do they it? already they already have. I don't know about the greasing, but they already have set up. Uh, you know, gates all over the the main roads there. So Blink. <laughs> they're getting it prepped. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get your prediction. What do you think the score score is going to be, Karen? Um, any any analysis on how you think the game's going to go close or you know not close blowout what do you think I, th- I think it'll definitely be close the Niners defense I, they're just all around too good for the Eagles to pull away I think uh, it'll be I think it's gonna be really interesting what happens early uh, you know like I said if, if Brock Purdy can kind of settle in it's gonna it's gonna be really really close so I, if I had to give a prediction I'd probably say Eagles 24 Niners 17. Uh, I think the Eagles have to score 20 points to win this game, though. Uh, if they don't, they're going to be in trouble. So, But that's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. I like it. I thought you might go Niners there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Um, I, I got just two quick Philly questions, and then we can jump back into the rest of the segment. But can you give us a vibe? I mean, is, is this the year of Philadelphia, number one? Um, what's, we'll say sports year, not – Calendar year, but the Phillies. What is that? What is that? Phillies went to the World Series. Eagles potentially going to the Super Bowl. Sixers are going to be a contender. Team, do they hang? Do they hang banners for second place? Yeah, I'm I just. At, I, I don't. I don't know. A, I think Eagles, might be a, Philly has more pride than that, Pete. I'll, I'll let Pete finish. This might be a two-part question. Yeah, my first question. I was just give us the vibes. I, I mean, I was down there for the NL NLCS. I think. Uh, yeah. Pretty crazy, but what were, what were the vibes like for for fit, since this is originated as a baseball podcast? Uh, give us just a download on the, the Phillies real quick. What do you think about next year, and what were the vibes like there in the World Series? You were there, like you said. Uh, it's just been so fun. That Phillies run was so unexpected. Um, it was just so much fun. And sad they weren't able to pull it out, obviously, but. No one really expected them to be there. They they've gotten better this off season uh, with some acquisitions. Trey Turner, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of good teams though uh, in our division too. I mean, the Braves and Mets are real good. So it'll be interesting. Bryce Bryce will be out probably what half the year. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how the Phillies do next year. I expect them to be a contender again. Uh, you know, they got better. Bryce being out will be be tough, but. I mean that run they just had was so fun. I just want want it again next year, but we'll see. It's tough to get to get the World Series two uh, years in a row, you know. Unless you're the Astros, I guess. But. True, true. 
Um, and then last question, and then I'll let Dean and Rick have, if they have any questions. Uh, Sixers, well, where are you at on the season, and where where do you think they're going? So, uh, I mean, they've were, been. Were you at that game? The um, Nets game? No, I wasn't. No. Uh, me and three of my friends split uh, tickets for the year, but I didn't get that game. Uh, I was at the one, the previous one that Ben Simmons returned. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, he's already been back. Yeah, I mean, he stinks now. I was his biggest supporter. I don't want to get into that. But, um, he sucks. It's it's crazy. I've never seen a player with so much talent or potential just blow it all. It's just such a waste. But he's like a role player now. It's it's ridiculous how in his head he is, you know. Um, but the Sixers, I think they're kind of flying under the radar. It's weird. Uh, as a fan, from a fan perspective, I've just watched them get bounced in the second round every single year. So – you know, it's hard to get excited during the regular season for them, but they've been a top two team in the NBA the past 25, 30 games. I think they're like 19 and four or something uh, over the past like 25, or that's not even good math, but you get my point. Um, so, I mean, I think they're kind of flying, flying under, the, or under the radar. Uh, but it, again, it comes down to the playoffs. So they got to get past the second round. The Celtics are obviously there. I know you're, you're a fan, so. Uh, that's a tough test. Uh, I think we're two and a half back from the one seed now, so gaining some ground. But yeah, you know, we'll see what happens come playoff time. Gene, Gene smirk a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, I was to say, like, what are your thoughts on uh, on Embiid? I mean, he got snubbed for All Star Game starter, but I mean, he's been, yeah, been he trying to carry that. carry that team for a couple of years. It's like, kind of, what are your thoughts? Is he can he be the guy to lead a, a championship team? Yeah, he can, I think. Uh, it's tough, though. It's hard seeing a center in nowadays NBA kind of be the leader of a, of a team yeah. like he is. But it's crazy. I was just saying this to, to someone this morning, um, how Embiid and Djokic just continue to get better. Like, remember two years ago, I was like, all right, this is going to be Embiid's peak. There's no way he gets better. And then the following year, he got better last year. <laughs> and now said the same thing last year. I was like, all right, he was really good last year. And then this year, he's, he's outdoing himself from last year. Um, in terms of the all-star snub, I think that's ridiculous, but I think the problem there is more so the way they do the starting lineup in the NBA. It's, it's, they should just have the five best players. If it makes sense from a position standpoint, they could have made it work, but yeah, it's kind of stupid in my opinion. He he should obviously be starting (laughs) in the all-star game this year. Um, he's, he's ridiculous. Um, but we'll see what happens with the playoffs because he he has to get out of the second round. Yeah. When are, when are all-star games just going to go away? The Pro Bowl sucks. NHL is doing some crazy thing, like, down on the I don't know, Pete. That's a good question. The NBA it's just going to be baseball. A joke. Even, like, I, I, like, I like the baseball one the best, but it's mm-hmm. still like, kind of just a yeah. good time. You know, give the guys just, a week off and get back on. I don't know. Yeah, because so many guys just end up skipping it. Especially after they've already gone like once for some of those guys that are like those guys that finally go fight for the first time, it's like, okay, great. But with how many guys end up sitting out, you have guys who are shouldn't even be close to an all-star game. They're now getting like plugged as reserves, and you're like, okay, what what are we really doing here? Yeah, like, it's like Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah. I, I think Carson coming. Carson Wentz went to the Pro Bowl, like after I'm like, no. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean flag football the Pro Bowl this year. It's bananas. Why? Why even play? I'll be game? watching. I'll be watching. Um, Karen, thanks for joining us. Uh, two more quick questions. 
Um, if out of the Phillies, are you a Flyers fan? I haven't seen. Yeah. Not as big though, right? They're 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 the bottom of my totem pole. I like it more than most Philly fans care for them, but I mean they kind of stink this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the biggest hockey guy. All right, out of all four of those teams, who would you rather see win a championship the most? For me, it's always Eagles. But since I recently saw the Eagles, and I was lucky enough to see that, I I might lean Sixers. Um, Okay. Yeah, because I care a lot about, you know, the Eagles, Phillies, and Sixers, uh, and the Flyers. But, you know, I saw a Phillies World Series years ago. Uh, I'd probably have to maybe lean Sixers. Yeah. Um, and then last question, who's more who's more annoying of a fan base, New York fans or Boston fans? <laughs> I have to go with New York because I'm around more of them, I think. <laughs> It's true. I so am I. Yeah, they're the worst. Although that that little kid who's always going viral every year with that that sign at the Boston parade, I want to punch that kid. Yeah, McGill Cuddy. <laughs> yeah, McGill Cuddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, has it been like how long has it been? It's been like eighty five seasons combined since like a New York has won a, a New York all like nine New York franchises. That's wild. Cool. That's embarrassing. You have like nine, including the the Nets and the Devils. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for them. It is what it is, man. Yeah, Yankees this year though, that streak ends this year with the Yankees and then the Aaron Rodgers Jets. So, do you think so? Yeah, you gotta get the okay. about it. Okay. Um, that's all I got, Ken. We're we're I think we're pulling for the Eagles. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> no, no, it'll be a good game, man. They got a lot of momentum. They got a they got a great chance to win. I think it's, I think. They're both going to be good games. I don't know. I think they're both games are going to be awesome, and it's just going to come. To, I think it's just going to come down to Brock Purdy. If he plays well, they have a chance. Yeah. to win. If he doesn't, they, they're going to lose. Yeah, I agree. The fight, the fight, your fight songs really annoying. It's the worst. Fly Eagles fly. You want to sing it? Sing it to us as we segue. Hit them high. Hit them low. <laughs> Watch our Eagles. <laughs> um Beautiful. Dude, thanks for hopping on your first guest maybe our last i don't know wow what yeah. first guest this is a, a lot of fun thanks for having me yeah i'll have to do it again sometime yeah for absolutely sure. well if they win maybe we'll uh we'll have it back on yeah we shall see we'll talk to the boss <laughs> the suits the pinhead suits yeah the big boss all right buddy take care all right Alrighty. Thanks, Ken. All right. That was good. Kieran, thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, he let us know off air that it was his birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, brother. HBD. Um, well, that was good, boys. I, I don't think I've ever been that nice to Philly people ever. So Turning uh, over a new leaf. Turning over a new leaf. Hard, new to, be, leaf. hard to be nice to the Philly, Philly fans, you know? Well, he was nice. He's probably the nicest Philly fan I've ever met. So um, the, rig, the rigs are bringing people together. The rigs are, dude. And and talk about big rig nation. I know we say that in the beginning, but it's a movement. It's small movement, but it's a movement. But it's a movement nonetheless. Hop okay, on hop on the bus. You're the with us. You're without us. Train's leaving. All right, here we go. Wrapping up NFL. Um, 
Chiefs, Bengals at Burrowhead. Cool. I don't like that. Oh. I'll, I'll like I, I think everyone's, and I know Burrow's beat Mahomes the last three times, including the AFC Championship game last year. I just got this weird feeling that Mahomes is going to ball out. I don't know. I know he's coming off the injury. Not on the injury report, though. Um, that line has swung an insane amount. I've never seen an AFC or NFC championship line swing so much with all these injury rumors flying around. But uh, I just got, I got a weird feeling about the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm kind of with they you, got, Pete. They're, everyone's treating them like the underdog when they should not at be. The home? At home? At home. Yeah. They, yeah. And the line is now saying that they're the favorite again. But, I mean, everyone's talking about the Bengals. Um, yeah. I don't like the Giants last week. Everyone was just so heavy on the Giants with against the Eagles because they had that great win against the Vikings. Feel the same way against the Bengals this week. They come off this hot win against the Bills, and everyone's just just all over Joey Burr. And hey, he's good. Don't get me wrong. They got a very good chance to win, but I think it's gonna be closer than people think. I I I kind of like Mahomes. I like I like the underdog feel. I like it that it's at home. Arrowhead's gonna be rocking. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people are all over them, but what do you think, Dean? I mean, Arrowhead was rocking last year, and, and Mahomes didn't have a bum ankle last year, and they lost. So I think – I just from watching Mahomes in that game last week, I'm just like there's no way he's going to be even close to 100%. The dude was hobbling, like basically hopping to hand the ball off. And the Bengals are strong on the D-line with Hendrickson and Hubbard getting after the passer. It's like – there's going to be pressure on Mahomes. And, I mean, yeah, I get that people are kind of jumping on the Bengals quickly, but it's not unwarranted. They dominated a good Buffalo team. And like everyone was saying, like, oh, Joe Burrow's not going to have any time against his Buffalo defense, banged up offensive line, and they go and hang 27 points. Probably should have been 31. I mean, the Jamar Chase almost had that touchdown back to the end zone. It's like they were just cutting through the Bills like they were nothing. So I – I, I kind of – I think the Bengals – I'm not surprised that some people are picking them as a favorite just because with Mahomes, there's no way that his ankle is going to be healthy after just a week. I mean, that's the kind of thing that, like, yeah, he could maybe get by with adrenaline the day of, but, man, he was looking rough. And I said earlier the Jags should have really come after him because he could not move. Like, he was – yeah, he's still making some plays, but he was making plays that should be – that were kind of regular-looking plays, hitting guys wide open, but he was making some of them look – much harder than they should have been. I just don't think he's going to be healthy. I think that's why people are on the Bengals. And I, I kind of le- lean towards the Bengals in this game. Joe Burrow gets another win over Pat Mahomes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was watching some, uh, I was watching the Bengals game with some people last week, or maybe it was the Ravens game. All the girls don't think Joe Burrow is so hot. I don't think he's that good looking. Smoking Joe. You think that's gonna win yeah. the game this weekend? Well, no, I just I was just like an anecdote. Like he's not Tom Brady, you're like Jimmy Garoppolo. I just was like, what's up with this? Yeah, we'll leave the uh rating the hotness of guys up to you, Rick. No comment. Well, I just you know, it, you know, I think there's something that goes to say about, you know, a little like the buzz around the quarterback and you know the fanfare. I mean, Joe Burrow, he's got swagger, dude. You can't deny that. 
So does Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I think people would say Joe Burrow's got more swagger. So maybe we'll put a poll out there on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So no, Rick, I just, Rick Nation, like, tell us what you think. Is Joe Burrow Joe, Joe Burrow is, attractive? Is he attractive? He's got fake teeth. He got fake teeth. So um not, not to derail, but real quick, would you have uh sat Mahomes in that game against Jacksonville, especially after Henny led that ninety eight yard touchdown drive? Yeah. I like, saw Henny beat the Browns in the divisional in person a couple yeah. years ago. I don't know. Win or go home. Yeah. If he can play, like you let your your quarterback, your best player, franchise player. I get there's no structural damage. He didn't break his ankle and go back out there. It was a sprain. I'm with you. Like maybe you kind of let Henny go for another drive or two to see how it's going, but I don't know. I don't know. He how wanted to play Holmes in the locker room. You're not coming back out if he's not doesn't have a torn ACL or torn Achilles or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no it's like when he came, when he came when he came out at the beginning of the second half and he was still like hopping around on it. I was like, dude, I was like, uh, man, I was like, how are you putting this guy in there? I was like, because I, I was worried at that point that the Jags were going to start blitzing and he was going to get really banged up. I mean, fortunately that never came. But that's when I was like, at least with Henny. You have a guy that can can move, and you can run some sort of offense with him. But the Jags just, I guess, the Jags never really forced the issue to make it really a bigger yeah. talking point than maybe it could have been. But yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, anything else? Nope. I, I'm looking forward to both games this be weekend. I do yeah. agree that I think we have the four best teams in the league. It'd be great. Um, like. So, whatever comes out of it, I think we'll get a really good Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I would like to see Bengals Niners. I think the best storyline, and I didn't even think about it, but Kieran said it on the interview Andy Reid versus Philadelphia. I mean, people forget Andy Reid spent more years in Philadelphia than he spent with the Chiefs, and he was very successful with them. I know he didn't win a, win a ring, but. I feels like Chiefs Eagles would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it feels like a fun matchup. I, I just think the Niners are boring. Like, I don't know, dude. Brock they just Brady. play good football, man. I mean, it's like, dude, it could be the best story in like football history if he leads them to a Super Bowl. Be the next Tom Brady. I mean, he's better. It would be a better story than Tom Brady. Well, was, at least in the beginning. Hey, people forget he was the Big Twelve Player of the Year back in college. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Pe- people keep bringing up that he and Hertz have already played against each other. 42-41 back when Hertz was yeah. at LU. Yep, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, wrapping up. That's just about does it for football. Be good games. Um, let's talk a little college basketball. Chaos still continues to ensue. Kansas keeps losing. Uh and Purdue's back at number one. Yeah, Purdue's just taking care of business. Like this team's different, Dean. This is this definitely, team is different. No, that hey, yeah, that, that's what we were saying last year too. It's just no, we're, no, we're, no, no, no. This team. We're, we're stuck in the washing machine, Rick. We're just going around and around. Dean, this team is different. I've watched Purdue basketball for 
30 years, but I've only remembered about 27 years of Purdue basketball. And I've never seen a Purdue team. Obviously, it's because it's the best start in history. But to win, to get to a Final Four or to even get to the championship game, let alone win it, you have to you have to win consecutively. I know that's stating the obvious, but like consecutively hard games and big moments. And this Purdue team is doing that right now. Like they are winning big games on the road, at home, in tight situations where we've seen Dean, you know this. You've seen this these Purdue teams and Matt Painter coach teams lose these games yep. season over season. And they're just not doing it. So am I in the tumbler? Yes. Um, big time. I'll always be in the tumbler. Uh, but tumbleweed, big tumbleweed. And also, I, I texted Paul this today. And shout out, Paul. Paul's a loyal listener to the Big Rigs, part of Big Rigs Nation, because he always makes it to the end, too. <laughs> this team is different because we can shoot free throws well. Yep. Championship teams shoot free throws well. You could be good. Memphis, right? Remember? Remember that Derrick Rose team couldn't shoot free throws. I'll be honest. I I I thought Houston was just going to run the table when they kind of got to the number one spot. I could not yeah. believe they had the easiest schedule. I know. That's why I just thought they were going to hold bad. it the rest of the year, and they lost. But the why? Football. That was such a. They should not have lost that game. But yeah, I mean, everyone's showing some kinks in the armor, as Dean. <laughs> I'll say it right. I won't say it like Dean says it, but um, yeah, I mean, Purdue looks good, guys. It's all about the tournament. Hey, where do you stand on Purdue right now? I mean, they're they're a top five team in the country. Okay. Even if they lose. Right? Like there's there's teams that are separating themselves from the rest of the pack. And again, we talked about this early with college hoops. So hard to tell early who's good and who's not because these teams change so drastically year to year. Yep. Yeah, no, like there there's no reason they shouldn't be a one seed in the tournament. Um, Big Ten's tough, but you know they're they're gonna they're proven that they could play with anyone. But again, they haven't proven to us that they can play with anyone in the tournament. So it's gonna come down to that again. I mean, you guys have been what a four, one, two, three, or four seed the last like what five, six years. You guys have always been up there, and you guys just fail to blow it. Yeah. yeah, you fail to play good and when when it counts. So. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll give you a top five for now, but I don't. I'll believe it when I see it in March. Yeah, th- this year more so than any other year, and then we beat it into the ground. It's just so wide open. Like UCLA lost last night. Kansas has lost three in a row. Um, you know, Tennessee, like Alabama, Houston, they're all dropping games. So yeah, there is something to be said for Purdue just actually taking care of business. But let, let's be clear about one thing: the Big Ten is trash this year like you think teams, they you really think they are They're, they said you're gonna get like 10 big team big 10 teams in yeah i just i mean it's just like there's just a bunch of mediocre teams in the big 10 like who do we say is the second best team in the big 10 right now illinois has been in and out of the top 25 oh I, I know dude it's a good question i mean yeah. so are you maybe i don't know yeah and, and they're in the same boat like in and out of the top 25 so it's like yeah. one there's something, like I said, there's something to be said for taking care of business against teams you should beat because in the tournament, you're going to face a handful of teams that you should beat and teams trip up on them every year. But uh, 
I do like the free throw shooting because nothing drives me nuts more than when teams lose games late because they can't hit free throws. Like when they're they're up two, they get fouled and they hit one of two or miss the front end of a one and one. Like that's the shit that loses you. Literally games. happened all last year with that team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think the Big Twelve is the best conference of basketball right now, right? It's gotta be. I agree. Yeah, yeah. probably. Kansas, yeah. Kansas State. They're Texas, all losing though. Kansas State lost. Kansas they're all lost. eating each other. Yeah. ECU. Is that the same thing that Big Ten's doing? Deep? Iowa like, State. I mean, they got a lot of good teams in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they do. They do. It's going to be a weird tournament. Yeah. It's not going to be a blue blood tournament at all. That's the thing. It would be a fun tournament if I wasn't so emotionally invested in Purdue because there's so much parity. But when you're like, when we're cheering for the team, that's, I'll go ahead and say, probably the best team out of all those kind of like good teams. It's like, oh, there's the level of expectation gets raised, and I can't truly enjoy the great matchups that we get if because I'll be worried about Purdue slipping up. But see, that was vulnerable. That was kind what? of a vulnerable moment for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it's on the record. You, I am, you, you, I, you usually kind of are like you know rough and tough. I don't care about them. No, I, I said I set my expectations low, but yes, we've. It was documented on the pod that I am, in fact, cheering for Purdue, and I will be upset if they lose. It's for for all my haters out there. Wow. Okay. I don't like Purdue. Okay. Wow. That's great. Okay. All right. Uh, Real real quick before we pivot out of college basketball, I was just looking through the slate. We got a couple interesting matchups this weekend because the SEC Big 12. Texas and Tennessee is probably the best game of the weekend. I think it's Texas at. Tennessee, and then Kansas-Kentucky. Supposed to be a great game, the game of the year, and Kentucky's obviously falling off, but yeah, they both suck. it's always good like when, when Blue Bloods get together. So That's that Rupp, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to picks. A lot of controversy. Um, probably should have led with this the show, but if you've uh, listened to – if you've gotten this far, we've saved the best for last – so let let me break it down. We have a standings, obviously. And last week, or wherever we recorded last, I was what like I was seven or eight picks below five hundred. I gave out seven picks that uh, ended up going six and one. And my two co-hosts took exception to that, I guess, because they're mad and they're jealous that I went six and one. Um. Their argument was, and let me be let me be very clear. Out of those seven, two of those picks were underdogs. Two of them were minus two hundred and above. Uh, but they're jealous because I gave out winners. They're saying, "Well, you gave out minus four hundred. Why, why, so spe- why don't you let us speak for ourselves?" Talking about the Bruins. It's just all I want to say to you both is that. Jealousy is a very is a very ugly trait. I'll tell you what's an ugly trait. Given our listeners minus four hundred money line picks, that's that are they is, winners? Are they winners? Are okay. they winners? Value. We need value for our listeners. We need to give them something. If they parlayed it, they would have won all They're my looking, picks. Anyone could pick a minus four hundred pick. Pete, and the thing, and the thing, and you know this: is when the they didn't release the lines before. 
they don't release hockey lines. Heavy favorites in a lot of those games. I know the Rangers game coming up a back to back. It was, I think it was even money. It was minus one ten both ways, but they don't come to us for a minus four hundred pick. Anyone who's first day betting, yeah, they come to us for win. And if they they want losers, they they listen to your picks. Some value and some winning. (laughs) The fade Rick crowd is disgusted. They're sick. The fade Rick crowd is sick. I don't blame them. I mean. They're probably, fa- they're probably fading me, so they're, they're probably still doing all right. Rick, I'm just, I mean, saying. I, I'm just saying, has anybody been mad about a winner? You see the guys that put, you know, $5 million to win, you know, ten grand in Vegas? Ten grand, still ten grand. Our listeners, are they're putting $100 down to win 4 bucks with you. <laughs> hey, eight times are tough. 4 bucks is 4 bucks. I mean, come on, Rick. Like, is, is $4 better than losing $100? Anyone could pick a minus 400 bet. Then do it. They don't need to come to our, our podcast for you to tell them to pick a minus 400 bet. Why? Well, they who want, cares? They want to hear from us a, a pick where you can – I'll just say this. You have an insight that might that they might not know, and they're like, wow, okay, I'm going to ride. I ride. know. I watch the Bruins. That's my team, and I know they're a wagon. No. Well, give, a, give us a minus one and a half then. Give us an over bet. Give I'll us give puck lines. All I say is I had multiple phone calls thanking me for my picks. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I will Go give ahead. you ahead, one, 100% credit on the K-State and Iowa State picks. Those were great picks, especially the K-State yeah. money line. I've like, never seen K-State the, lose. The, those are great picks. These Bruins money line picks and shit, I'm just like, okay, if we're, if we're doing that, then I'm going to take Celtics money line for each of the remaining 32 games and, you know, probably go 20 and 12 yeah it's better easy so, now so my, my record in the standings will go up but my value i'm probably still gonna be losing money which is what we're really getting at is it's sad, when dude. we start talking about the cumulative money that you're making it's like great you you went six and one and you probably won like what you're up one unit I mean, we're not here to unit shame, are we? I mean, it doesn't no, matter no, no, how no. many units. It doesn't matter I'm what not, I'm not saying how many units to put on it. I, I might have put 20 units on it. No, see, that that's not really my point. Like, if you're if I go 4-0 and on four, minus 400 bets and then lose a minus 400 bet, Only two I'm, of them are minus big. 200 or above. And I gave out 200 dogs. So you're accusing me of right. sandbagging these standings. Look at, look at the whole... Look at the whole little, work. Just saying, there's a little bit of sandbagging and kind of it's stuffing like the stat sheet. My hockey team so good. We'll 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 let the listeners decide what they think yeah. about. Yeah, this. no, yeah. Let us let let them let them decide. Exactly. Like, do you want? Would you rather have Dean's losers or my winners? <laughs> that's, that's really what we're deciding. Dean's only <laughs> needs to have one winner a week to make more money than your loser. If they're putting twenty dollars bets on, not us. if he's losing five other picks. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, I mean, like, it's just sad. Six and one hits not quite the same when four of those were kind of not the typical, like, kind of minus 110. Not four, of them. Two, to the only two of them. Three two of them. out of the seven. Three of them. I looked at them. It's just sad. Okay. All right. You, know, you, get, you get hot, and this is what happens. Something for our listeners to think about. Our listeners are the judge, jury, and executioner here i no, i understand what you guys are getting at you guys are just want to be me to be successful all right let's get into this week's picks i'm tired of yeah. this. 
Yeah. Anyway, so with that in mind, New Mexico is playing Air Force tonight, and they are minus 900 money line. So I'm hammering. This is terrible. I mean, this could I'm backfire. Ha- this could really backfire. You hate the I'm going to let it ride. I am hammering New Mexico minus 900. You hate the troops? No. No. But, uh. All right, New Mexico, I'm actually going to take a minus 12 and a half at home. New Mexico's number 25 in the country. I'm playing well this year. There always feels like there's a couple teams that come out of like that Mountain West area that end up winning their conference, making the tournament. So I'm riding with New Mexico. Take, take a money line, too, minus 900. <laughs> and then if I can get this one out tonight, <laughs> if I can get this one out in time, Bucks are playing against the Pacers tonight. Miles Turner sprained his ankle at the end of the last game against Orlando, and given that he's on the trade block right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he sits tonight, but he's not out yet. But Tyrese Halliburton is out, and the Pacers are bad with him out, and the Bucks always seem to kick the Pacers' ass. So Bucks minus 8.5 tonight against the Pacers. And then I've also got the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl tonight. Jeff Fisher against coaching against Eddie George. So I'm riding wow. with Jeff Fisher, the American team plus one and a half. Where are you finding this? I was, uh, I, I don't know. I found it on Bovada. <laughs> the 2023 NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. Oh, and I, I'm losing credibility. Okay. Yeah. People still use Bovada. <laughs> I mean, I, I, used to, I used to go see the lines, and I found out there is a game being played, guys. Dean, how how Minus much one you, and a half you said? Hopefully you don't have that much money in Bovada. Plus one and a half. All right, dude. I'm gonna try to find it on the real books and yeah. see if I can sprinkle. I, I'm I'm riding with Jeff Fisher. And this game, fun fact, is also being playing at the Rose Bowl. But I looked, no Purdue players in this game. So mm-hmm. still no Purdue players ever playing in the can't, Rose Bowl. Still can't find Pasadena, huh? Does that confirm nope. that Purdue was mediocre this year? I mean, at least they didn't, didn't have any good seniors. Um, and then also Raptors Warriors tonight. We're getting to that time of year we need to start talking about NBA. Warriors are at home. Over 234. The Raptors are scoring a shit ton of points lately. The Warriors don't play any defense, and you know the Warriors can score. So I'm picking late night over 234 and Raptors Warriors. And then a uh, quick couple picks just for NFL. And I'll, I'll let uh, if Pete breaks these down, you can do that. I'm taking Bengals plus one and a half against the Chiefs. If I didn't kind of make that clear early, I don't think Mahomes is going to be healthy. Riding with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And then I got Eagles minus two and a half. I saw the whatever in the armor of Brock Purdy last week. Something the Eagles are going to take advantage in this game. Eagles minus two and a half. Eagles, Bengals in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts rematch from the college football playoff. All right. How many picks is that? We got two, four, six picks. Six picks. Seven if you count New Mexico minus 900. That's a good point. I forgot about that one. Okay. Uh, I think everyone wants some NFL winners. So I'm going to give them those NFL winners. Can we get can we get a standings update before we move on? We can. I, Peter, am 12, 14, and 1. A little below 500. Need a strong week. Rick, 14 and 16 after his minus 400 winners. 
and Dean is eight, fifteen, and two. Uh, <laughs> Dean, he used to be, bro. Dean, Fade Dean, Fade Dean is alive and well. Dude, the Fade Dean crowd is rich. God, that's we should uh, we should try to figure out like a punishment. I don't know when we'll end this thing, but uh, nah, let's not get into that just yet. Yeah, you buy me season tickets to the Jets if I win. Thanks, Dean. Um. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? All right. Yeah, let's move this thing along. All right. Uh, first pick, Eagles minus two and a half. I wasn't convinced coming on to this podcast, talking to Kieran, hearing some Eagles insights, some, some Philadelphia barriers being put up already. Might be a little bit of a janks. I don't know. Hmm. But when I heard him say the stadium's going to be rocking, I know any stadium would be, but – Man, Philadelphia is different in these big games. I think that team's good enough. Crowd's going to be behind them. Jalen Hurts looked healthy. Defense is good. Running game's great. I think they pulled out. I think they cover minus two and a half. I think Brock Purdy's going to be shaking in his boots a little bit. I think he plays okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I see it being a seven-point seven game. Um, and I think the Eagles won. So, I'm riding the Eagles there. Uh, another pick on that game, though, I kind of like the under. It's 46 and a half. I don't love that number. I think it's going to be close to that, but I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game. Um, I think they're both going to run the ball. Uh, the Eagles' strength is run the ball. It, the Niners' strength is run the ball, and they both have really good defenses. So it might get forced into a pass game if they're both playing great defense on the run, but – I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be like a super high scoring game. I see like a 20 13 or like a 27 27 17 game somewhere in there. Um, it's going to be right around the number, but I think it goes under. The Bengals Chiefs, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I like Chiefs money line. It's only minus 120. Um, so I'm not taking the minus one and a half, I'm taking money line. Still good value, not a minus 400 pick. Um, I think the Chiefs, I think Mahomes is going to come in and do his thing. You know, I think he's got a little bit of a monkey on his back with Burrow. I think the Chiefs are playing the underdog role for the first time in a long time. And I think they're going to come out to play. So me and Dean going head to head there. Um, a little hockey for you. Devil's stars tonight. Devil's got their ass kicked last night by the Predators here in Nashville. Played bad on defense. Lost. Did you games. go? I didn't. I had a I had a customer meeting or a customer dinner to go to, so I was not able to go. Wait, this isn't your full time job. It's not. Uh, I don't know. They're in Dallas tonight playing the Stars. Plus one thirty five. Good value for the listeners. Devils are playing great hockey this year outside of last night, and I think they go in and beat the Stars tonight, even off a of back to back and on the road. So Devils money line, and then for the weekend. I do have one college hoops pick, and I don't think the lines are out yet for Saturday, and they're not. But I will take Tennessee over Texas, uh, minus whatever the points are. Tennessee's at home. I, I think it's going to be probably like a four-and-a-half-point spread, four versus ten. I don't know. Whatever the point spread is, I'm taking Tennessee on the spread uh, to take care of business versus Texas at home. Okay. Wow. 
I'm going to start with a NBA pick. The Lakers are playing at the Celtics Saturday. ABC night game. Celtics are seven-point dogs, seven-point favorites, excuse me, and I'm going to take the Lakers and the points. Celtics are not playing very good basketball right now. Um, and I think LeBron you know, plays pretty well at the Garden, so I'm going to take that. And then I'm going What's to... Spread, Rick? Seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean... The Bruins ain't going to let me down. So I'm going to take – can you put this in the notes? The Bruins play the Florida Panthers Saturday. The Panthers are a little hair above 500. So I, I – and it's in Florida. I can only imagine it probably be around probably minus 250. I'll take the Bruins minus one and a half to shut you guys up. Uh, the Bruins probably have the game of the year on Sunday against – uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, who are 30-9. and nine. Um, The Bruins are going to be underdogs in that game. So here's a dog pick. Marty, if you if you got this far on the podcast, Marty's looking for a dog pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Bruins there again. And then Purdue plays Michigan State on Sunday to start off the festivities. Um, I'm going to take Purdue in the points. It's Adam Mackey. Michigan State talked a lot of crap after their game last time. Zach Eady got disrespected, so I'm going to take Purdue in the points. And then let me take an NFL game here real quick. I'm going to take – I'm going to take 49ers money line. Right. Sorry, Kieran. A lot of picks. Live. Hey. I had flashbacks to uh, the Atlanta Philadelphia game a couple years ago, 2017, in New in Philadelphia, and they lost. Who lost? Uh, the Eagles. 2017, they won the Super Bowl. 2016. It was. It was the year that. The Whatever year Matt Matt Ryan went. Yeah, it's the year that. Uh, yeah, mine was 2016. Yeah, I think we're in Vegas for that. I think you're right. I think we were in Vegas. And I, yeah, it was like on like one of the last plays. So, uh, winning a lot of money on the blackjack tables. Yeah, like always. Boys, I'm exhausted. I'm kind of tired after this one. I'm limping to the finish line. I mean, this is the first time we ever recorded on a Friday. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, usually we try to get in on Wednesday. Yeah, a little more, a little, more, a little more pep more energy. Step. A little more pep yeah. Any yeah, fun weekend plans, boys? Chilling. Not here. I was in Chicago last weekend, and now just just chilling out this weekend. Just chill, chill out, watching football, and it was hitting me, man, the other day that we're kind of getting that time of year as football's winding down. It's just going to be basketball and hockey for a little bit until baseball really starts up in, in April. Yeah. Six, 62 days till Yankees opening day. He's going to have to start brushing up on some hockey and basketball. Yeah. Yeah. College football is going to have to, or college basketball is going to have to carry us to the spring. Yeah. 
Hopefully, we well, plenty to talk about. Oh, All I right. did the I did the liberty of looking up Robert Woods to see what his contract situation is. He's expected to be a cap casualty in the off season. So, finger, our, fingers crossed for our buddy Robert Woods. I heard I heard Rogers is going there because of Robert Woods. Yeah, unfortunately, they have to probably cut Mister Trees to, to get Rogers on the roster. Pete, 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 Pete. It's that Nashville. It's that Nashville home cooking, man. Uh, Pete's smiling. We're having a little bit easier time, I think, getting to the finish today than we did last week. Yeah, appreciate it. If you listen, this was probably the longest one. But uh, thanks again to Kieran. Shout out to all the Philly fans. Um, Excited to see how it plays out. Sounds good. Go New Mexico. Go Lobos. And uh, we're the Big Rigs. You all are Big Rig Nation. And we'll talk to you very soon. Peace.